Good day, Mr. Clay Well. How are you doing today, Mr. Ham? I am doing well. Doing very well. It's been a while. It has. It's been too long. It has, We've indeed. Had, yeah. Um, so much stuff going on between us here lately. Uh, I've had a death in the family I've had to go. Yeah. Cause us to miss it, cause us to miss a week. Um, uh, you've had some... Yeah, mom was in the hospital, so um, I spent pretty much a week with her in the hospital, and now she's like camped out in Penelope's room, so she's like living with us now, so... Right. But doing better, so... That's good. That's yeah. good. Glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, uh, there's just been so much going on that, that it's it's been almost impossible to find even, you know, a half hour, let alone an hour and a half to right. sit down and, and, and record, so... Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear everybody's doing better on your end. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. great. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that you know the 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 death in the family and uh, all of that. Well, so I appreciate that. Yeah, it happens. That's, that's that's no fun ever. No, no. But we move on. We do. We do. It sometimes it's tough, but yes, we do. Yes, yep. we do. Um, yeah. I had a a really good um, a few years ago when when Ashley lost her dad. Um, right. Yeah, he's. It, it was one of those things where she was, you know, devastated. Obviously, because I mean, he is the Paul Jackson, and right. I mean, you know, he was awesome. But um, uh, there was a good analogy that that I heard on on that whole, I guess the 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 time heals everything type thing, and I, I kind of came to a conclusion that time doesn't really necessarily heal; it just puts more distance between you and the event. Um, yeah. It's like leaving the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon stays the same size. You just get further away from it, and it looks smaller. So I, I think that's what time does. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, and that's a that's a really unique way to look at it. I've never I've never <laughs> heard it expressed like that before. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. and I think it's very true. It's definitely um, the hurt's always there. It is. It is. But yeah, and you, you can revisit time. it, and it's just as painful as it was the day that that it happened. But again, like I say, just time just puts that distance. Right. Right. So, yeah, my little piece of philosophy for tonight. That's a <laughs> we that's, started off deep. That's a good. That's a good little. Yeah, we're starting on a downer note, kind of. But that's a good little. That's a good little way to look at it. I think, and, and awesome. very succinct. I like. I like the sentiment there. Awesome. Awesome. So um, tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about um, all of those people, you know, the Tim Allens of the world. Right. Yeah. 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 The DIYers. Because um, there's, I mean, there's, it's almost like there's two classes of people. You either are or you are not. Right. And I definitely fit into the not category. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I, uh, you've you've called me a few times because I seem to fit into the I do the do right. the DIY thing. So yeah, definitely. Um, so there's a place for both. <laughs> oh, for sure there is. Um, my I think mine is uh, it comes down. So you know, if you're going to do something yourself, it helps to have knowledge of the topic and some of the basic skills that you know you're going to require ahead okay, of time. Yes. Yep. Um, I don't have any of those things. Typically, for most stuff, <laughs> okay, uh, I don't have the knowledge or the skills, generally speaking, for household do-it-yourself. Uh, I mean, if you need a computer fixed, I'm your guy. Exactly. If yeah. you need some drywall hung, that's not so much my forte. <laughs> um, plumbing, no. Electrical, very minor. I can like put re- replace an outlet. Or a light switch. Yeah. Make sure you turn off the, the, the breaker beforehand, of course. <laughs> you're right? Wait, you're supposed to turn the breakers <laughs> off first? You know that little tingly feeling that you get? You know? Yeah, I thought that was just part I, of it. Well, you know, it is part of the experience, but... <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, that's how I maintain a good even keel on my mood. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I, I'm, I'm that guy, though, that is just like, you know, give me a project and I'm going to go after it. Um, even if I don't necessarily have the knowledge, I have found this wonderful, wonderful tool um, for for finding that knowledge. It's a hammer. Google. Google. Yeah. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah. Ask your phone. It will tell you just about anything. Um, Mine just yeah. says, "I'm sorry, I can't find that." <laughs> 
you got to ask it in a nicer way. Oh, <laughs> but no, honestly, uh. um, yeah, I have found that that YouTube videos and um, and just the Google like general the the um, websites that they pull up a lot of times really, 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 really do help. And uh, you know, you can just about learn anything from watching that stuff. I'm going to tell you right now. I wouldn't have made it through math class in college had it not been for YouTube and Google. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, so, you know, you can learn just about anything from those. But, um, yeah. I, yeah. I, it, it is independent. I have trouble. I don't learn well that way. You have to do? I have to than, do things. Okay. To, to get. to. I can, I can, I can pick up the, some of it, but I actually need to do it to really get a understanding okay of it okay typically and i can see where a diy project that could be either first and foremost expensive because oh, the, yeah. the the material that you get if you mess up well you got to go get the material again or yeah. it could be very dangerous i mean people yeah. have lost digits I mean, doing things like i mean you know just a water heater what could go wrong exactly <laughs> It's not like those things go sailing through the roof on occasion. Yeah, no. By the way, how's your water heater doing? It's fine. Good. Yeah. Good. Putting it up on the roof was a great idea. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So that was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> what was it, two years ago now? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, about two years. Two yeah. years ago when the water heater goes out, um, we go over to pick up a new one at Lowe's, and not only do we purchase a water heater, but also yeah, well, I had also up. had the, that was the that was right after the big winter we had with the big ice storm, and it pulled part of my gutters loose. It didn't rip them off the house, but it pulled them loose. So and we, we're talking to, like the second story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not like the, the, side the, of yeah. the house. Yeah. So have to get like this what twenty six foot ladder or something like that. Yeah, we had to get a twenty something <laughs> foot ladder to get up there, and uh, so we buy a water heater and this really long extension ladder. And, and the lady poor, looks at us at the checkout. Laura, yeah, poor Laura at the checkout. She's like, okay, so are you putting the water healer on the roof? <laughs> We're yeah. like, uh, yeah, why not? Yeah. That's where they go, right? Yeah. Like I saw that episode of Mythbusters, and I didn't want a big hole through my house. So I just figured I'd go ahead and put it on the roof. That way when it launches. Exactly. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. She, that poor lady was so confused. I don't think she. I think it took her a second to realize that I'm not that stupid. <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I'd say that she's probably not seen that come through the cash registers. You know that often. Water heaters and ladders. Probably not. Probably not. And she's probably, unfortunately, I've dealt with the public, and I could understand her concern. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Never underestimate, right? Yeah. Yeah. People. People might tend to surprise you when you. Uh, yeah. When you think that they're no, no, surely nobody could be that stupid. Well, something too though. I mean, wrong. Um, you gotta, you gotta figure. People are pretty ingenious when they come up with like the DIY projects. They yeah. come up with fixes yeah. for things that shouldn't be fixed, or ways of fixing things that shouldn't work. Right. Right. Um, I can remember sitting at 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 uh, work with with Dave Farmer, and. Seeing some of the the stuff that he would pull up on the computer there, it would be like people that have replaced the air conditioning in their car with a window air conditioner. Yeah, I've seen pictures of this. Um, yeah. yeah, and or like um, the camper that has been put on um, hooked to the back end of the vehicle with like bungee straps and four by four blocks, and I mean just crazy stuff that they attached it to the back of the car with. Um, like a camper shell? Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. Okay, it was like okay. on a car as well. It wasn't like on a truck. They had like <laughs> it's like where the they'd pop the trunk lid open and it's just kind of set it there and strapped it to it. Unreal. Wow. wow. I, I mean, you really some people just don't need to do things themselves. <laughs> they are they should call. You know, help. right, right. <laughs> and uh, another part of mine is just my sheer lazy and laziness. In general, I don't, I don't, it's worth like 50 bucks to me to just let somebody else do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm probably going to screw it up. <laughs> and, you know, at least if somebody else screws it up, it's, it's not them. my fault. Yeah. So I don't feel stupid about it. Uh, well, now take here. Good example here. So, um, for me, I'm I'm one of those people that it, it's hard for me to know when to stop, when to say no. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I called today and got two quotes, or I'm getting two quotes tomorrow. There's two guys that are coming out to remove the three trees that are around our house. So I know in something like that, I don't have the skill set, and I don't like being up high in a tree anyway, especially with running right. a chainsaw. Right. <laughs> and so, and you, you wouldn't want to take the responsibility of putting a hole through your neighbor's roof. Exactly. Exactly. My roof or the neighbor's roof. And if right. some other tree service comes in, those guys are insured. So if they decide to put a hole in something, yep. their insurance could pay for it. Yep. It's not on you. It's not on me. So. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, stuff like exactly that. So another one of my problems is I tend to hurt myself a lot when I try to do things on yeah. my own. For example, you'll remit talking about removing trees. You came over one afternoon and helped oh, me remove yeah. the tree out here by my driveway. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. I screwed up my back apparently forever. Yeah, that. that one little thing that come down and hit you in the back. And yeah. after that, you've had problems. Yeah. It still hurts. It was almost like one of those kinetic pressure point things that is just I like, know. I don't know, yeah. it's like Ninja Tree. It hit you and yeah, you know, it was it like, like the, crippled you. Yeah, it was like the <laughs> Phantom Death Touch or something. I don't know. It, yeah, but it, it hurt yeah. pretty good. And uh, I still have problems with it from time to time. And that's been what? That's been years and years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's been like five years ago, four yeah. years ago. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, to me, it would have been much more worth paying somebody 200 bucks to come cut the tree down or 300 exactly 400 i don't i don't, I don't know even know what i'm out in chiropractic yeah, I have and, no clue what it's going to cost whenever those guys come tomorrow because they're not small trees that i'm talking about and yeah. i'm sure i'm going to be looking at probably five six hundred dollars per tree minimum wow well if they're good trees though <sighs> they're they, maple they aren't worth oh they say, maybe you can get something out of the wood in them yeah but. i'm just going to be glad to see them gone uh, yeah, true. true. Oh, those are those the ones that do the little helicopter seeds? Yes, yeah, I hate a maple. Okay. God, I hate a maple. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, real fun in the gutters. Yeah, well, and, and see, I put the the gutter guard things over. Another DIY thing that I did oh, at the house. Right. Um, we bought this things called I think it wasn't uh, Master Shield, but it was something. It was like the off brand of Master Shield gutter uh, covers, and um, right. they came in like six foot sections. And you just go up and you just slide it underneath where the shingles are, and then the other end screws down to the front of the gutter. Dude, I have not had to clean the gutters out in two years. Oh, it's just nice. this stuff that's comes, nice. yeah, it hits the top, and it, like if it even if it lands on the top, it dries out there and just blows off. So pretty, pretty awesome. Good. I need yeah. to I need to look into getting new gutters on the yeah. backside of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean they can come out and they can do it you know in a couple hours time. It's yeah. no problem at all. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, I think, though, too, a lot with doing my own stuff, people talk about the quality of, of work that's being done. And right. I think that by doing my own work, I know the quality that goes into it, whereas if I call and I let someone do the work for me, I'm not involved as much, and I don't necessarily know if the work is – going to be shoddy work i've i've had experiences in the past with carpenters and people like that that have come in and done things for for dad and things and mm -hmm. it's just not good work like he actually has to go behind them and fix the mistakes that they've made and these are the professionals so well are they the professionals or are they the guys that don't mind to do it uh, well they built the house builders i mean oh, okay you okay. know so like when we built the studio uh years ago down there um, one of the things that 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 he requested, or that, you know, that was required, was with it being a studio, it needed to have a storefront, which meant that it had that little box, you know, front end that's at the top where you know normally the right. sign hangs and stuff. Right. So um, the builder that we got was like, "Yeah, no problem, I can do that." And then when it got to that point, he was like, "I've never done anything like this before." So he muddled through it, and. We had to go back and fix all of the problems because it was like nice. Yeah, it was horrid what he the work that he did. So nice, really nice. Yeah, I mean, so th there's that as well. So I think too, I guess where I've been burned a few times, or we've been burned in, in the you know in the past. I, I like to know the quality that goes into it. Right, I can so. see that. Now my problem is I I, can't, I don't like when it comes to building things. I don't have like I can't do quality like I, I just I don't know how I don't have those skills okay right so 
I mean, like for example, I repainted in here, right? And I did it. I think. I mean, I'm not bragging, but I think I did a decent job painting. It looks good, but in the hallway where I had to redo the where you took the, down that panel, the, the wainscoting. Yeah, I took down the wainscoting and then had to like you could tell that I put the trim back up after that because it ah. looks bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody else is going to look in my house and go, oh, your trim work needs a little work there. But, <laughs> you know, I can see where I missed the nail and just put a big dent right. in the trim or, you know, bent the nail over instead of driving it in true. going straight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially on especially on that kind of stuff where it's like the finishing details. Yeah. You know, you can't really bury it. True enough. And, you know, a lot of it, too, is, you know, the finish itself, it takes time. And it's almost, I mean, it's meticulous type work. But then again, um, there is a skill set that goes with that as well. So, um, yeah, I can see. And then another thing, too, is you're going to see every little mistake you make. So um, when you look at a big picture, like you walk into someone else's house, you look and go, oh, you got a nice house. You don't see the, you know, the little tiny little imperfections here and there. Right, right. So you don't see the little oh there's where your kids spilled a spot of Kool-Aid. Right, right. Yeah. Or or even like um, a miscut piece of trim or a miscut piece of flooring or something. You're like unless there's it's obvious a big right. chunk, you don't see those little things. Um, now like I walking through my house, I can see every little flaw in my flooring because we you know we did all that, you know, laminate right. flooring through the house. And I know every little flaw that's there. But Generally speaking, people that come in, they're like, "Hey, not bad. You know, looks the floor looks good." And right. so, I, the, it's not, it's not like, I don't know. I guess you just most people don't see those little details. And maybe that's uh, part of my own character flaw. In uh, in most things, yeah, is uh, and and uh, maybe most people are this way, or maybe definitely more people than just me are this way, but. You you're always more critical of yourself, absolutely, than, than, than usually anybody else is going to be. Absolutely. So so when I look at a piece of work I've done, like you see it, every little flaw, I, or you and see, I only see the flaws. Yeah, like I don't yeah. see. The, we the had this discussion parts. the other yeah. afternoon um, when you so, were talking about the photography, right? Um, yeah, and really though, I, it it really comes down to that. Um, uh, not necessarily so much of seeing the flaw, but, you know, it's good to be critical of your work and it's good to it's constantly be striving to be better. Right. But other I, people don't see all those problems. Right. As, as the Japanese say, you want that Kaizen. Yeah. You want that. You want to strive for that continuous improvement. Right. You never want to sit down and sat, be satisfied with where you are. Complacency you always want to look for that next. That next little improvement, that next yep. step that you can take. Yep. Complacency is not good. Not right. good at all. I can see that. So. But uh, so we're, we're talking about DIY. And uh, so, as you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was out mowing my yard. Uh-huh. And my lawnmower just bleh, yep. seized up. I couldn't figure out what. Like, I could hear for the last few weeks, I could hear that something wasn't right. right. I was pretty sure that it was a. Um, a bearing of some kind going out because it was kind of squealing and stuff like that. But when I would take it back in and park it up, everything seemed fine. Like I would get off and fiddle with all the little bits and everything seemed to be turning fine. I didn't see anything. You know, there was no hesitation anywhere. So a couple of weeks ago, it finally just seized up. Right. And... I forget what the part was called. You told me what it was called. Yeah, it's it was the, uh, it's the the barren housing for the blade. Basically, yeah, it's yeah. the pulley so, and blade. Yeah. So that little thing seized up completely on one of my blades because it's I got a riding mower. It's got three blades. Uh, one of those just seized up completely, and I was like, "Well, that's it. I'm gonna have to buy a new mower." <laughs> and and of course, you're yeah. like, no, "No, no, just just replace that part." Yeah, and I'm like, uh, you, "I can't do no." <laughs> I, I mean, like, literally, you called me and you're like, hey, dude, can you bring your mower over? And, right. you know, after all of that debacle, finally got it over here that next day. And, yeah, I mean, while you were mowing the the 20 feet that you had left to mow, right. um, 
look that part up and no problem. I mean, it's just it, cheap for one. Yeah, it's I think I think it wound up costing me like thirty one dollars shipped. I was gonna say insanely inexpensive for something yeah. that would you would think you know, this is a an essential part to this mower. It's going to cost an arm and a leg, right? But they're not. Those those are specifically designed that if when they go out, they're fairly cheap to to get back. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we you know the the bearing housing, it's four bolts plus the blade bolt, and that's about it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. There was the the nut that hold the blade on, uh-huh. which, oh my dear lord. <laughs> so this goes back to my lack of knowledge and experience. Um, so my lawnmower's got a floating deck, so it's it's kind of, so I I lowered the deck. That's easy. Yeah. Took the deck off, slid it out from under the mower. So I could get to everything, propped stood it up, it, stood it up, yeah. so I could get under there and really work on it. Um, By the way, which one was it? Was it the 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 one that was the furthest from the discharge? Okay, right. the, the the furthest one from the discharge yeah. side. Um, so I get it up and get in there, and and man, where that thing had been failing for a while, <laughs> that nut on that on that blade, holy moly! It took me, I want to say probably about an hour and a half. Just Four trying. times as long to get the blade off as it did to change the part of whole, the whole thing. Oh, right? way more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I broke a ratchet. I bent. So there was like a little hole through the middle of the spindle uh-huh. to put a screwdriver in to keep it from turning while it, so, so you could try to tighten everything up. Right. Uh, it bent the screwdriver. Holy cow. From me pulling on it so hard. I was lifting the entire 50-inch cut deck off the ground. My God. Um, like I said, I broke my ratchet. Um, went to town on it with, I've got a hammer drill, like an impact drill. Yeah. It's not a gun, not a pneumatic one. It's just in a, a cordless one. Uh, went to town with that thing until it overheated. <laughs> oh, wow, dude. <clears throat> uh, came back with another ratchet. My my back started hurting. My shoulders were hurting. I was in pretty. You know, I was starting to feel it pretty good, uh, and I was getting ready to come try to borrow a breaker bar yeah. from you. Yeah, and I was like, well, I'm just I'm going to give that impact gun one more try. And, and after did it about finally, huh? after about two minutes of I you just, know, yeah, it finally yeah. Zzzz, right off it came. Yeah, and uh, after that, man, the the other four bolts right in, right out. Yeah, got that done. Uh, Got the new one back in, got everything bolted down, got the blade back on it. But then, man, this is another one of those <laughs> experience things. Trying to get the deck mounted back under the mower. Right. Where it's a suspension deck. Yeah, it's a it's a so it's just it's the front part bolts in, so that's easy. But the back part is just suspended on this moving moving pin. Right. <clears throat> so no matter how low I set that, because you know you want, I figure I, I was thinking, well, if I put it as low as the deck is, will go when I'm mowing, that'll put these pins closer to the ground, right? So it should be easier. But no matter how low I put it, it wasn't low enough. Like I still had to <laughs> lift the deck off the ground uh-huh. with one hand while I'm trying to line up a pin through three holes with the other hand <laughs> and get the pin through. A lot of fun, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I finally got it. Um, got everything put back together. Went out and started to mow the yard just to test. <laughs> got out the road, engaged the blades, smoke. What? Smoke just started rolling out from oh, the mower. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Don't tell me another one of those things went bad. Because this one's fixed now, and they put more tension on the other. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was like, "Oh, great! Now another one's going bad." Tell me, it was just a belt that was in the wrong spot, or something. Yeah. So what it turned out to be was when I put everything back together, as I was mounting the deck back up under the mower, yeah, uh, the belt slipped off the pulley, yeah, and just was around the. The shaft, the shaft itself, yeah. And not around the pulley. So it was just sitting there cooking it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So. Did you have to replace the belt? No, it was fine. Good. It was quick. <sighs> like, I just saw the smoke and was like, stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, no, it was fine. But uh, I got, yeah, 
got it back up and and uh, everything seems to be working fine. Awesome, but man! I awesome. was oh, I was hurting for a few days after. Hey, that. you know uh, that <clears throat> constant heating and cooling and heating and cooling of that bearing housing. I guarantee you that's what seized that bolt on there to to hold the blade because I mean you got to figure Probably. that thing's just kind of like I, I don't want to say it's welding but it's 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 just that you know you heat something up to typically loosen it right yep. so if it's doing that and it's already tight yeah it's really really tightened on there yeah. um, I had that eighteen inch breaker bar that you were, you had called about mm-hmm. um, had it setting out and then I've got also aside from that I've got another either eighteen or twenty four inch piece of pipe that I can use so I mean you can really really get some leverage on that I mean I would have needed it I think <laughs> I, like I said I was everything I could do and couldn't break this stupid thing loose dude I'm hey though I am proud of you for tackling that thing <laughs> well, and getting you. everything working because I mean like you say you're not a DIY guy. Right. You the part came in. You swapped them out. It might have took you like a half a day, where it would have normally taken like an hour. But it's not right. because of lack of knowledge, because you did everything right. You just ha- ended up with a stubborn part. So that's not well, that's think, not I on think, you. I think if I, I think if I had known better how to like if I had had better knowledge of like a different way to get the nut off or a better way to line everything back up. Right. So what I finally worked out was it was a lot easier to take some block and put Absolutely. under the deck yeah. and let Raise that the, hold it. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's way easier than me trying to hold it with one hand, <laughs> a cast iron deck. Like, oh, yeah. I'll just pick it up off the ground here and hold it with my hand. Yeah, just slip a brick under the edge of it or something like that yeah, and just hold it up and you're good to go. Yeah. Well, I wasn't that smart uh, for a while. And then I was like, why am I holding this? I could just put something under it. <laughs> exactly. But it did work out It's a lot not cheaper. light. Not at all. You oh, gotta, hell no. It's like a 50-inch cut, too. So yours yeah. is the big deck. Yeah. Three blades. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I ended but, up the other day, um, as I was mowing, um, mm-hmm. see, the, I guess it was, this has probably been last week. Um, I made about three loops around the yard, and I noticed that it, mine was cutting, like one side was not cutting as good as the other. So I was like, oh, heck, man, I'm just going to go ahead and pull the blades off this thing, sharpen them up real good, and relevel the deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took like 20 minutes. That was taking them off, sharpening them, putting them back on, bringing it over, level the deck, dude. It's it's it, my lawn now looks like carpet. So oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it worked good out good. So twenty minutes, huh? About twenty minutes. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real <laughs> but nice. Then again, but then again, I have had the blades off recently, so it's not like they were seized on there or anything. So um, it took me twenty minutes just to figure <laughs> out how to get the thing to come off to start with. <laughs> Oh, but then again, like and, you said, now if you have to do this again, you've learned from this experience, right? Well, here's the whole thing. So it took me like I'm not kidding. It took me like 30, 45 minutes to figure out how to get the deck off. Right. You you literally pull two spring loaded pins and yep. it just falls out. Pretty much. Yeah. That's no. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. 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 Yours. Yours is the easy one. I was like, I mean, that's all I had to do. I'm gonna sit here fighting this thing for half an hour, and all I gotta do is pull this pin out, and it just falls. Yep, pretty much. That's it. Uh, <laughs> it seems like I took the deck off once because didn't we replace the blades over there once at the house? Yep, you replaced the blades, 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 and leveled the deck for that's me. That's what I was thinking. So I was thinking that it was a, one of the ones that was really simple. But again, like you say, it, it, it being a suspension deck, a floating deck like that. Yeah, you have to have something to prop that thing back up yeah. because yeah, it it's hard. heavy, <laughs> heavy, <Yeah>. heavy, heavy. <laughs> but I, w- I will say, I, it turned out I was quite pleased. Mm-hmm. It was a, a cost-efficient repair. It was? $31 to fix my rod mower. Yeah. Not bad. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, there was quite a bit of uh, achy back <laughs> and physical discomfort, and I was extremely frustrated by the end of the process, I was... That's part of the process, though. I'm just, I'm just going to tell you. If you're not frustrated, something has not gone the way it's supposed to. <laughs> I have noticed so, that anything that I get into, whether I know what I'm doing or not, there's going to be a point where I'm using four-letter words. Um, now, see, that's the only part I'm good at. So, yeah, there's, there's always that level of frustration that comes with anything that you do. I can get angry and swear at it. <laughs> uh, the actual fixing it, though, that's my problem. So, but but I I don't see like like just this for example. This was an easy thing 
for most people. This was really hard for me. And and you do this kind of stuff all the time. Right. Like you moved one of the doors inside your house to a different wall and then sealed up the old uh-huh. hole and just made it a solid wall. And you can't even tell. Well, I mean, that's just, it's things that I've done in the past, though. I mean, I, my uncle, uh, Rick, I think they're in his the house that they built. I want to say there are um, there's besides the 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 load bearing wall. I think there are about five original walls in his house. The rest of them have all been taken down, moved around, completely restructured on the inside, and that's the way I would spend summer break. Um, you know, winter break over Christmas, stuff like that. You know, I'd go up there and, and we, he'd be like, all right, we're going to tear this wall out. And I'm like, I'm like, you hand me a crowbar and I can tear things apart. But then I learned from him on, you know, how to rebuild it. So I, it, it's one of those things where just experience has really helped in that, that genre. And I mean, we did, you know, construction work where we were, you know, you know, framing walls and all that kind of stuff. We did, um, plumbing we did electrical um finish work um I, the only thing i didn't do with him was flooring um and I, I i didn't really know anything about that until i i just tore into it with my house and was like you know if i'm going to screw something up it's going to be my screw up so well, yeah. now, when, when you did your house though it's it's the laminate right you didn't do like yeah, actually like it's the lamin- floor well right? there's two i've got i've got a laminate throughout most of the house and then in our bedroom it is a um it is a cabin grade hardwood, but it's interlocking hardwood, so it's you don't have to actually like staple it in or whatever. Oh, okay, so but you didn't do like the subfloor and no, 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 oh, okay, no, because I would that. Oh my god, that hey, just seems I'm like it would be such to, a nightmare. Though getting ready to start all that stuff though. Oh, oh fun, fun, fun. <laughs> oh yeah, you are. Yeah, spring. You're gonna, you're gonna DIY, DIY your entire house, aren't I'm you? I'm gonna DIY. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna DIY an entire structure from foundation to roof cap. Yeah. Now, are you having the? Are you having anybody do anything electrical plumbing or? Um, I don't know about electrical and plumbing. I think I'll do that myself. Um, I can't do septic system. It, you have to have a license to do that. So hmm, you, okay. I, you know that that has to be done by someone else. I, I'm horrid at concrete work, um, and I don't have the, the the tools to do it properly. So I'll have to have someone come in and do like pour the basement, the walls, and all of that. Um, okay, so you're going to do a poured poured walls. Yeah, I'm doing poured walls, okay. and then I've, it's a three quarter basement. So the other quarter of the house will be um, crawl space, but. Um, um, yeah, so all of that, and then after that, the only other thing that I think I'm going to have anyone come in and do is um, the roof. I don't want to necessarily do like shingles or metal roof. I, I, so, I don't so know you, how to do that. So you mean the actual roofing? The roofing itself. Okay. Like, well, I'll set the, the trusses and all that stuff now, gonna Are you going to fab those, or are you going to buy those pre-made? I'll, be buy, I'll, buy, I'll, buy, I'll purchase those because okay. – um, I'm going to do over the the bedroom sections. I'm going to have attic trusses, and then over the living room kitchen area will just be a. It's going to be a ten foot roof there, so it'll just be standard trussing. Okay. So yeah, yeah, a lot of fun there. <laughs> you, you're brave. I, I give you or credit. Or crazy, or uh, crazy. There, there's you know sometimes there's well if you if you it's as you line. say if you have the skills and the knowledge then no it's not crazy. If you, I think if I'm going to save a lot of money by doing a lot of it myself. Um, and, of course, you know, stuff like brickwork, I don't know how to do that. So I'll have to get people to do that stuff. But, um, yeah. Oh, so you're going brick with this one? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do brick on the outside. Ha, ha, um, the, the the subdivision that we bought in, the structure has to be at least 50% some sort of stonework. So either brick or um, creek rock or, you know, the fabricated okay. stone or whatever. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to do brick up to the eave, and then we'll do, like, vinyl siding or something at the top in the oh. gable ends, you know. So, yeah. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> Sounds like it will be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next summer, that's where I'll be. Like, I, I'm, I've got to treat it like a job. From what, I, from what I've gathered, everyone says, you go in in the morning, you work all day, you go home that afternoon, you got to leave it. Because if not, it'll drive you crazy, and you'll wear yourself out. And then the next day, you're not going to get anything done because you're exhausted from the right. You know, and take days off like normal. You know, a normal job. So yeah, yeah. and you can't just be like, 
oh, I'm just going to finish this thing. No, because there is have, no. You got you to gotta have a quit time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you basically, you know, okay, I'm uh, I'm at a point where I can stop for today. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah. you got to make sure it's not all quit time. Right. You got to get some work done. <laughs> got to get some work done. Yeah, sometime in there. So uh, do, you, do you plan on having it all finished before you start back to school? No. I plan, I'm hoping to have it, I'm hoping to be in it Thanksgiving-ish, maybe between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. I'd like to be moving in at that point. Um, so that'll give me from pretty much spring break until, you know, Thanksgiving, six so, months, six, eight months. So what are you going to do with your house now? You going to sell it or rent mom, it? Mom wants it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So she's already talking about uh, wanting to sell the place in McCreary and um, she wants that house. She basically said, you let me know when you're getting ready to move. This is mine. I'm like, you got it. So, <laughs> right yeah, on. yeah. So now you're going to do all the, Have you got all the tools and stuff that you need for that kind of major uh, construction work? Or, or no. Are you planning on leaning on on that weird little dude that lives next door to you there? Some, yeah. Not Maybe. not Sonny so much. He has some, some nice stuff there, but um, actually John, my new oh, neighbor. Where you're going? Yeah, okay. where we're going. Um, because he just built his house. He has an entire basement full of the tools you need for building a house. And okay. he's like, anything you need, dude, it's right here. Um, anything from the big, like, pneumatic, you know, uh, nail guns to, right. you know, the saws, everything. He's like, don't go out and buy all this stuff because it's just sitting here. So I'm like, oh, that's nice, awesome. Huh? And he's like, anytime I can help, you just let me know. He's like, you tell me what, where the nail, where you want the nail, and I'll put it there. I'm like, awesome, dude. So And Jerry, his... Uh, brother-in-law, the same thing. He's he's going to be the next neighbor over. So okay, nice. both of them are like, "Hey, you let us know when you want to get started, and we're we're there." So well, I tell you what, I'll make the same offer John did. If you tell me where you want the nail, and, you'll and I'll make there. sure it gets somewhere in the general vicinity <laughs> of that. You got to make sure that you put that dent in it that you were talking about in your trim. Well, it'll it'll, it'll either have a dent. <laughs> In the board, or the nail will just be folded in half somewhere. Yeah. Awesome. It'll get in that general area. I get it within like four or five feet. Hey, I'm going to have you come over because, you know, I told you I'm going to build a dumb waiter, right? Okay, so I know all about dumb. I'm an expert on dumb. Here's the thing. When when I build the dumb waiter, Mm -hmm. you're going to come over and you got to help me with this. Because this is going to be one of those, it's a physics project. I don't math. Right. So So you're going to do it with pulleys? I'm doing it with pulleys. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you got to come over and give me a hand with that one, okay? <laughs> the good old dumb waiter. <laughs> get a get a four to one mechanical advantage going. And... Something like that. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking either two to one or four to one. Hey, you don't want to go much higher than that because you're gonna have to have a take you forever to get it up. Right. And down. Yeah. I'm thinking two to one. That that's what I'm I'm thinking because realistically I'm not going to be lifting anything much and the the motor that I'm looking at can deadlift 400 pounds. So if I do the two to one, it's you're, you're look, lifting 800 pounds. Do we really need yeah, to do uh, anything like that? Uh, you know? yeah. It should be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to put the motorcycle in the dumbwaiter. It's coming up. <laughs> piece by piece, though, because it's only going to be like a two foot by two foot dumbwaiter. So. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, yeah. That should be plenty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be fun. That one is. Uh, I'm looking forward to that that little project. <laughs> so, so you're good at all this stuff, but now I'm just curious: have you run? Have you ever run on something that you tried, and and I mean tried, <laughs> and just couldn't? Yeah, transmission. Yeah, Those are, uh, yep. dude, they've got like gears, a car, like a car's transmission. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, had a had a a couple. You know, I had a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee that had issues. Um, okay. And then my little pickup truck that I used to have, the last little pickup truck that I had, had issues. And what it was was valve sticking on the the uh, valve body. So I thought, hey, you know what? Just drop the pan, pull the valve body off, swap the, the solenoid in there, pop it back up, put the fluid back in it, and go. Not even close. There is hmm. magic involved in a transmission, and I do not have that magic. <laughs> so what you're saying is when you opened up the transmission, I let you it, let all the magic out. I, I let all the magic out, and I didn't have any magic to pour back in there. Okay. So so see, now, I'm coming from computers and electronics. I don't know so much about the magic, 
just in general, but I know specifically <laughs> about the magic blue smoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you ever let that out of your computer, yeah, it just done. doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore, yeah. You've got to make sure that stays contained. You have to keep the magic blue smoke inside the computer at all times. Yeah, and it can't be just inside the case. It has to no. be inside the component. Yeah, it's got to be in the right components, yeah, in the proper quantities. Yep. They all have their own little proportionate amount of blue smoke <laughs> that has to be in there. <laughs> and you can always tell when it's starting to leak out because there's this funny smell that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some yeah. people call it ozone, ozone. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always wondered what our ozone smelled like. I know. Yeah, yeah. You just fry a computer, and you'll know exactly what it smells like three miles up. Oh, but yeah, that's the one thing that I really. Anybody says I've got transmission problems. I'm like, you know what? I know who to call because <laughs> it's not me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's that's the one that I just can't. I can't do um, anything else on a car though. I mean, I, I'm that idiot that'll try it if nothing else, even if I do screw up, I've got sunny next door and then I know there's a mechanic that can probably screw, you know, fix up my, fix my screw up. But so that's, uh, that's one thing I don't have to worry about too much is, uh, yeah. I, I don't own a vehicle, so I don't have to worry too much about automotive repair. Absolutely. So. You know, you know, having a company vehicle, you know that that can help a lot because they you just do your own maintenance or they do the maintenance for you and if there's something that messes up just get it fixed right so that yeah. helps I've I've had company vehicle a couple of times different places that I've been and you know you basically put in the work order hey this is messed up I need brakes I need windshield wipers whatever and they are like okay and yeah. you yeah. pick it up three hours later and hey it's done <laughs> yep and I and I don't have the skills to do any of that kind of stuff on my own anyway so I know people that do. Yeah, 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 uh, but I don't, I don't have the mess with it um, too much. But now computers, I can do. I'll and fix I have computer. called you. So. I don't know how many times. <laughs> and here's the thing: I know what I'm doing for the most part. I'm just not confident in knowing what I'm doing. I think I'm like, I, I, and a lot of times my call to you is, okay, here I'm about to do this. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this right? And either you're like, right. yeah, or completely no. You okay? Do this first, or do make sure you do this. And it's little details that I would have probably missed. But you've got that knowledge, and I, I have. I'm, I, thank you, sir. I've taken advantage of your knowledge a few times. Just simply well, and likewise, you you helped me fix my lawnmower. You told me what part I needed <laughs> and how to so how to acquire that part and everything. So I couldn't have done that without you. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's turnabout's fair play. Awesome, awesome. But yeah, uh, my build that I did a couple of years ago, uh, there was something that I think it was the th- thermo whatever for the heat sink. Oh, the yeah, your thermal, thermal gel, your thermal paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You there was something that I was doing, and it seems like you you had told me you know make sure that there's I don't I can't remember it was something about air bubbles or something about you want to yeah it's got so when you tim your processor. You want a very fine, thin layer of thermal paste on the heat spreader right. for your processor. You don't want any air bubbles in it whatsoever. Right, because it, it can burn that smooth. out. Right. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, it's yeah. The air bubble can pop, and then you're left with a dead a, a gap where there's no where the heat can build up because there's no there's not the paste right. there to spread the heat. That makes sense. So, but yeah, there was something that I was doing that I don't remember how I was doing it, and you told me to do it another way, and I was like, okay, it worked perfect. And it's yeah. been, I mean, you know, I've had consistent temperature in my processor the whole time, so it's very good. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Not a problem at all. So, yeah, I would have, that's another one of those things. Like I said, I, for the most part, I, I'm okay with it, but I'm not 100%. So um, I'm always a little unsure. Well, yeah, but you have you have the self confidence, even if you might not be totally sure what you're doing. You've still got that self confidence to to move forward, and I think that's one of my issues is just a personality wise. I don't necessarily Getting over that hurdle. That yeah, I can't get past that. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't I can't do this because I, I'm not. I've never done it before. Right. Well. If you've never done it before, so you can't do it, how are you ever going to do it, right? But I just, that block gets there and I can't. And I know that, you know, even like the the things like replacing your water heater down here. um, Right. Once you're in it, 
you're like, yeah, this is no problem. But it was just getting uh, you started on it and being like, okay, I can do this, and then and doing it, because I mean, I think a lot of times it's easy to make a mountain out of a molehill, and you look at a project and you go, oh crap, that's that's huge. Yeah. When really it's not. It it's just a bunch of components that are put together. Good point. Um, here, a, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, when I replaced the central heat and air unit in my house, okay? Okay. We're talking the old system died. It had been in the house for roughly 14, 13, 14 years. The guy that came out and recharged the system was like, this is the life of one of these. The best you're going to get out of it is probably 16 to 18 years, so you're probably going to have to replace it. I was like, price me one up. The, sh- the price he shot me was $4,500, and I was like, okay, thank you very much. I'll call you when it dies. So at that point, I started doing the research. How, it, how complicated can it possibly be to replace a central heat and air unit in a house? It's an air conditioner. There's an outside unit, an inside unit. Aside from that, it's power and the little control, right? So... After doing the research, I found out I can purchase one on the internet, have it shipped to my house, delivered, and do the work myself and do it for less than half the price he quoted. So the entire system I bought um, inside and outside, you know, the blower unit and the outside compression unit and um, the distribution box which i'd have to have to hook it up to my ductwork and the return box because the blower was bigger the whole thing i have like twenty three hundred dollars in twenty two hundred dollars in wow um and effectively it was a matter of taking the old one out i had to have someone come out and pull the the um freon out of it but um the guy that did that, I mean, he was, he was, he also, he's like, whenever you are putting everything back together, I'll come and braze your lines up for you. So he charged me $150 to braze my lines and check all my wiring, which was basically the connections to, you know, to braze the lines. It's copper lines. Um, the gases were in the unit. So he, uh, did all the connections for me. Like he, he, um, uh, whatever you use the uh, torch and the solder and all that kind of stuff, you know, to get those. All. And I was, that's another one of those things. I'm completely and totally inept when it comes to using copper pipe and using a torch and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he did all of that. He pulled a vacuum on the system. So that way, you know, the lines were clear. And then he turned a little valve and the 410 coolant went through the system and it's good. It's been working awesome since. So. Knocked on wood. There you go. <laughs> so if you did hear that, <laughs> that's what that was. <laughs> um, yeah. But again, it's one of those things where you got to make – it's it's not all that complicated when you start looking at, well, it's just this and it's just that and it's just that. When you look at the big picture, it's huge. Central heat and air system in a house is a monster. Yeah. Yeah. When when I, I – you know, like you said, they have a lifespan. Yeah. So when mine goes – See, I don't, I, don't, well, I don't even. <laughs> Going to call me and be like, hey, dude, where did you get yours? And can you do this in my, in my well, house, dude? Order, ordering <laughs> it and all that stuff is not the. But I really think I need the ductwork redone. Possibly. In the house. Um, Possibly, yeah. Because I no, I know I do. Because like some of those downstairs has drop ceiling. And you oh, can see it yeah. breathe when the air kicks off and on. Yeah. Um, so I know that there's leaks in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just not bad enough for me to worry about right now. Oh, but you know. uh, when I when it does go out and I need to get everything replaced, I'm probably just going to ask them if they can redo the ductwork while they're in there. When that happens, probably having someone do it is is going to be your best route because the only ductwork that I've done was that distribution box and the return box. So, yeah. yeah. But again, that's one of those things where looked at the problem and be like, okay, is it worth forty five hundred dollars extra? Two grand, effectively, for me to have this person to come out and do something that I can do, you know, in a couple of days. So, I don't know. I guess being one of those DIY guys is is. I mean, it's saved me money. Again, it's cost me money for you know from time to time as well. So, 
I don't on know. the whole, though, do you think you, you fit? But I, I, so I would think that you doing all that stuff yourself, you're going to get a sense of accomplishment out of doing the things yourself. That, I do. That I'm not going to get because I just like, here's a hundred bucks. <laughs> do that. You do it. <laughs> I do. I do get, uh, you know, a sense of accomplishment. Um, more so, more so than accomplishment, though, um, experience. So next time, I know what I'm doing. If I need to do this again, I don't feel bad about breaking into central heat and air unit. I know what components are there, and if something goes out, I know how to fix that. So um, it's that experience, though. I think that's really, really, really worth. You know, like you're saying, getting over that first hurdle. You know. Can I do this? Am I going to screw up? If I do screw up, how much more is that going to cost me? And it's it's one of those things. It's just I, I don't know. I I think the the experience is is worth it. So you're definitely a proponent for do yeah, it yourself. I am. I am. Yeah. <clears throat> I I really feel like uh yeah that that's that's the way to go. Um. Now don't get me wrong. If there's something that's huge that I know that I'm going to mess up or that I don't have the tools or the skills to do, I know that there's a time that I'm going to have to. Like you're saying, for example, pouring the concrete. Yeah. Putting the roofing material on right. a new house. Yeah. Cutting down trees in the yard. Yeah. yeah. There is a time and a place to call, you know, look at Angie's List or something, you know, to, to call someone. Um, and, you know, again, that's, that's one of those things. You just got to know when... <laughs> when to say no, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> so, but for the most part, yeah, I am a DIY guy. I think, I think your, your when to say no has a lot fewer items on that list than my <laughs> when to say no list. Uh, that's, that's, and you know, that's with a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, there are, there's a lot more on my list than there is on Sonny's. The next door neighbor, well, oh my yeah. God. I've seen him tear the front end of a car, like rack and pinion, steering apart and have it laid across the driveway, and then it be back together before the sun goes down. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Thanks, but no thanks. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, it's one of those things. I, I You, you got to know your limits. And a lot of the times with me, it's tools. It's what do you have available? So if I've got the tool available, Surely to God, I can learn how to use it. So, yeah. And I, I've not lost a finger yet, but that's, uh, again, I'm getting ready to build a house. So <laughs> we may be counting to nine instead of ten <laughs> here real soon. <laughs> Mommy, how come Daddy can only count to eight? <laughs> oh. Penelope, go to your room <laughs> and be glad you've got it because it cost him two fingers. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, that's great. Oh, goodness gracious. But I, I want to change topics real quick because you were talking okay. about a little bit earlier. Uh, you, you mentioned the photography thing again. I did. Uh, it's one of my hobbies. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, so it's something I wanted to do all year. I tried to work it out with a few different people. Uh, the schedules just never came together. There was always conflicts and uh, availability and, and whatnot. Uh, but last weekend, <clears throat> a buddy of mine and I uh, went down and hiked down the Yahoo Falls and the Arch down there, which oh, yeah. I didn't even know there was an Arch down there. Oh, yeah. It's huge, too. The one in McCreary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Natural Arch is a monster. So the Arch down there... Uh, if anybody's interested, it's a great little trail. It's yeah. very well maintained. Yeah, it's not a long hike. No, I think the whole hike to the arch, down to the falls, back to the car was just a little over two miles. Right. Uh, the hardest part of it is um, if you stay to the right the whole time, the hardest part is when you're coming back out of the falls. There's quite a few stairs there. Yeah, we were talking not about that bad. the other day too. They, they used to be treacherous, um, much much better now. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, that used to be like a death trap. So <laughs> now they're they're really stable now. They're it's a good quality. Uh, it's just pretty steep, and there's quite a few stairs, but nothing insurmountable. Yeah. You might just need to take a break every now and then, right? Uh, but uh, I mean, the falls. I've been to the falls before. 
it's kind of a small falls. Yeah, unless it's been raining. They're the tallest falls in the state. 120 feet, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But but there's normally not a bunch of a It's not a high waterfall. Right. Or a high volume. Right. It's um, unless it's been raining because it is it is more of a wet water stream. But um, yeah, that's it. It's beautiful down in there. It is. And um, yeah, it's tall. And yeah, uh, yeah. there's two or three stories that I have about the falls down there. Uh, One of my buddies, he's no longer with us. His name was Ryan Moore, um, actually fell from about a third of the way up. He was rappelling down from the oh, top okay. and fell and landed in the pool. Luckily, Ouch. yeah, yeah. The water broke his fall, and there wasn't much water there. But yeah, he was limping around for a while. I'd say so. Yeah, it's it's pretty good distance. A third of the way up, still like forty feet. Yeah, yeah. If he That's wouldn't have landed, stories. if he would have landed just a few feet, you know, in any direction, he would have been on the rocks. And yeah, it was he was lucky to land in the water. Wow. But I got, I just gotta say, I was more impressed by the arch. I really was. I didn't. I didn't even know it was there. Uh, we hiked down to it. Uh, we met a guy down there that was telling us about a twin arch. Oh yeah, down in um, Pickett State Park. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm going to try to go. But I, I just it was something I've been wanting to do all year. I've been really wanting to go hike and 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 get some nature shots, and it was so much fun. And the weather this past weekend when we went was just absolutely beautiful for it. It was cool. There was a nice breeze blowing. It was just amazing. We had a great time. And it's really sparked a drive in me to want to do more of that. So I'm looking forward. Uh, I've got plans this weekend. I'm actually going to uh, Red River Gorge with some friends. That sounds awesome. We're going to hope we can catch the leaves just starting to turn. Uh, Maybe. That's the hope anyway. Uh, but and, they, they've been up there a lot and they're really familiar with the gorge and they know all the cool trails and the best spots to get the best pictures and everything. So they're going to take me up and show me all that. But I want to get out and I want to get out and start doing more of this for sure because it sounded like a good idea to me. But the other day when we went, solidified I actually it. had such a great time that yeah. I really want to go start doing more of this. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the arch in McCrary County. That that one is huge. The natural arch is a, a monster. It's it's huge. Um, a few years ago, the Voice, which is the newspaper in McCrary County, um, did. Oh, art- I thought you were talking about the no, no, singing no. contest no, game show thing. No, they have a newspaper down there called the Voice. Um, they did a. Um, it was like a continuing um, editorial, I guess you would say, about various arches that can be found in McCrary County, and I want to say. The number that's sticking out in my head is 280-something arches that are found in McCrary County. Wow. Yeah. I mean, some of them are tiny. And then, of course, the big one is, you know, natural arch down there. But they're all over the county down there. They're everywhere. Um, When we do go down to Pickett, because you were talking about, you know, going sometime here soon, um, there's an arch actually that goes over the lake there at Pickett as well. We'll have to hike down to it. Oh, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, uh, and it's a really, really, really short, easy hike. You go across the swinging bridge over to the island, and then you can walk. You can actually go over and walk across the arch. Oh, hell, we were almost there before then. Yeah, yeah. We, we went were, down to the swinging bridge one time. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much that same area. So um, Nice. Yeah, um, but yeah, there are some beautiful places, especially McCrary. I mean, there's it, it's there's not a whole lot down there unless you're a nature buff, and then it's like paradise because it is gorgeous um between the arch you've got uh the falls there yeah uh, falls yahoo falls um you've got mine 18 and all of that big south fork recreational area right the jumps you've got um the gorge section of the south fork it's just i mean there's just beautiful beautiful places um so yeah, anytime that you want to take off and hike down through there, we're gonna go. I mean, that's just that. I want to go. Okay, okay. So let's go. Um, but yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome places down there. So, and then up here, there are places that that 
I hear people talking about like Short Creek. You've been to Short Creek? Never been to Short Creek. I haven't either. I've lived up here now for over 10 years, and people talk about how awesome Short Creek is. Well, people say that, but it's Short Creek. It's uh, yeah. a Short Creek. But it's seen, literally like three feet long. Yeah, but I've like seen pictures of it, and it's really pretty. So I'd like to go down and take a look at it, if nothing else, you know, sometime. Right. Well, we can go um, do it sometime. So, yeah, and there's a Shopville Park has got like a little like uh, scenic little area down at the bottom part of it where there's a stream and a bridge and all that kind of stuff. There's some geocaching down there as well. Um, so, yeah, I would love to go out and, and, and do all this stuff as well because, you know, I, I, I like being outside. It's, it's, it's nice. I miss being outside. Yeah, I just want to get out and be more active. Yeah. And, and the photography aspect of it really... It's fun. Sticks into me. Like, I, yeah. I want to do that. I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Right. Um, I'm going to get fussed at by several people here, but I'm not a fan of my own photography. <laughs> Again, self-critical. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, I know. But I like doing it. I like getting out and doing it. Right. And so. we, you know, I, 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 we've talked about this before as well, but it's an iceberg. Photography right. is an iceberg. Right. Um, you see the good. You don't see the bulk of the iceberg below the water, which is the 10,000 shots that you took to get those two good ones. So it's, it's yeah. awesome. It's okay. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. But I'm just, I just want to get out and do more of it. Maybe if I practice more, I'll get more confident. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, but, I mean, the pictures that you've produced look awesome. I, I'm going to throw, you. You throw it out there. Check out Mr. Claywell's Instagram because it's awesome. Yeah. The the photography on there is is superb. Um, so yeah, it, it looks really good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I appreciate it much. Yeah. You, so, you're not bad yourself. Well, I, I gotta say, you don't post much of your photography. I don't. But I've seen you do some really nice studio type work. Uh, I have seen. It's what Dad did for a hundred years. So. And I've seen some of your like candid stuff that you've done recently even you did put on Instagram. I did put a few things. Um I don't like very again, nice. I don't I don't throw a lot of out there because I, like you I'm I'm overly critical of of my of my photography. I'm like I feel like it's just mediocre at best. So again, I understand. I, yeah, so yeah. I understand sir. So yeah, it's uh, but anytime you can get outside and take photography um you know, do take a few pictures of anything. It's 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 awesome. It's just it it just feels good to see the the product of those hikes and yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So something that I wanted to say as well before we wrap this episode up mm-hmm. because um, it's been a while since we've 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 sat down and and chatted like this. And a few weeks ago, we talked about. Um, Chris Cornell, and we talked about you know the various people that we've right. lost. Um, and in the past week, two icons, and when I say icons, entire genres of entertainment, of um, social change, um, just two anchors. Of the, I guess, the artistic world we lost. First being Hugh Hefner, 91 years old. That yeah. man lived an amazing, amazing life. And, you know, um, what can you really say? He's, he's the Hef. And then day before yesterday, Tom Petty. Oh, my yeah. God. 66. 66 years old. Yeah. Finished his last... What three shows at the um, Hollywood Bowl last week uh, wrapped up? He was saying even this is going to be the last tour I do like cross country tour. I'll just do like small stuff here local, right? Wow, yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's 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 just one of those things now that I, I look at at the the ones that we're losing are so iconic, and it's just it's heartbreaking, but. We have all of the work that they have done. Hugh's legacy, his legacy, his the photography, the social um, culture that he built, and and as everyone, everyone will tell you, 
those amazing comic strips that he published. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the only reason anybody ever read his magazine. Yeah. For the comics. I, I, I read it for the articles. Really? I, I, I thought it was just for the comics. No, no. It was the articles. The for articles. Me. Yeah, oh, okay. the articles for me. Yeah. 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 Was there something else to, to do with that magazine? <sighs> Just I think he got in trouble right? once or twice yeah. for having like scantily clad people in it, but I, I think that was just a side note. Was that him? That I always thought it. that was. I thought that was Larry Flint. No, no, no. Larry oh. Larry Flint's was okay. more of like uh, I think the one that he he done was more of like a medical journal, like looking at oh. people's insides. <laughs> more anatomical. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, I got you. I, mean, I got you. Yeah. Okay. I get confused about all that stuff. Absolutely. All right. I'm sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh, and then Tom Petty, of course, you know, there'll never be another heartbreaker. Man. Never will be another heartbreaker no, like him. Nobody could ever get that voice. No, no, not I mean, even close. Musically, it's great, but that voice. Yeah. That just that, that totally unique, nasally, higher pitched. But man, it worked. And he was such a storyteller. Oh my God, the songs, American Girl, mm-hmm. Free Falling. I mean, you can just name them over and over and over. It's They're just, they it, are it, a piece of Americana. And it's back when songs did more than repeat four words for yeah. three and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you actually had, you know, choruses. Yeah. And, and and there was like a beginning, a middle, and an end yeah, to yeah. the story. You got to follow somebody along a small three-minute journey. Yeah. And not just... Yeah, I know. One word repeated over and over. Umbrella, Ella, 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 Ella. Like, what the hell is that? That's not uh, a song. No, not at all. That's somebody with a speech impediment, and you shouldn't make fun of them. That's not nice. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, what has our music industry come to? We'll, we'll leave that sure. for another episode. That's another though. episode altogether right there, yeah. But... But if you want to check us out, of course, you know where we can be found at this point. Um, we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com. At, uh, two mi- You're going to have to help me out with this. It's been too long. <laughs> facebook.com slash Two Minds Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Two Minds Podcast. You can shoot us an email on Gmail, Two Minds Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find all of our episodes on our hosting site, Podbean. That's twominds.podbean.com. Thank you. Give dude. us a like and subscribe. I was struggling there. <laughs> That's all right. You're all not right, the man. one that you're not the one that posts all this stuff every day, every week. So yeah. It's just ingrained in my fingers at this point, addresses and everything. Oh, and dude, hats off to you. we have heard from our our um listeners the quality of the recording and editing. Um is is very 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 well done. Well, thank you. And dude, that's all you. I, I I'm gonna thank you. Thank you. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you everybody out there for listening, giving us the feedback, the likes. We love it. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, looks like your cup's empty, there, bro. It is. Let's go fill it back. Let's do this. <laughs>